0: are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio, 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario, and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good with y'all? It's your girl, Janon right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA and other combat sports, too. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting. And talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and of course where they are now. So what is good y'all? I hope everybody's been having a fantastic day and a phenomenal week so far. I'm so happy that today was actually a little bit warmer than any other day so far this year. So it was actually... I think it was uh, two or three degrees above zero, which is, you know, this should, like, this fact should blow your mind considering that we're. Uh, like in mid uh, mid February, and it's not supposed to be this warm. But you know what? We're not complaining because not only is the snow melting and the ice is melting, but also it just gives you that spring vibe. And that's that's actually how I felt for most of the day today. And I don't know if you noticed this as well. Um, if you live in a more country-like area in Ontario, at least. You probably know what I'm talking about here so usually when spring is approaching or if the weather is getting warmer from the winter um, There's a particular set of just wild birds that get out there you know in their crew and they just sing like a special tune And They only literally come out when it's uh, a particular temperature when it's actually above zero if that makes sense Okay, so today I actually heard those birds and to me it just screamed spring is coming Okay, like which is the best feeling in the world? Uh, spring is my favorite season, but I know uh, We're still like a month and a bit away officially from spring Uh, March 21st is the start of spring And uh, shout out to all my fellow Persians Because it's also the start of the Persian New Year Uh, So that's why it's like one of my favorite times of the year but uh yeah we're getting there like i know the canadian weather just fluctuates so much uh one day we could be having this like spring weather in february and then the next day we're we're gonna have another snowstorm but uh it's all good but you know we'll just take it for what it is and uh we like it we like it let's just uh Learn to appreciate good things and, and small things that we face every day. And um, our whole outtake in life is going to be changed forever for the better. I mean, at least personally for me, that's how it's been recently anyways. But yeah, why not, right? Anyways, okay, okay. So speaking of good things in life, um, this upcoming weekend, let me tell you. Let me tell you that this upcoming weekend is the most important weekend in the... In the Uh, World of sports, at least for this year. So why do I say this? Let's start with Saturday night. So Saturday night, we're actually going to be having a major pay-per-view card by the UFC. Okay, so we're going to be having a great um headliner card with sorry a headliner um and this UFC 271 fight card which is going to be for the Middleweight Championship be- uh, belt of the world between the current champion Israel Adesanya stylebender who's going to be defending his belt against the former middleweight champion robert whitaker so this long anticipated match is finally here and to be honest with you i actually didn't know that this fight was happening until last week when i was watching the ufc fights and they broadcast like they um showed the promo for this fight and i said how could i have possibly missed any like all the announcements for this fight And also, okay, I don't know if I should blame myself or if I should blame uh, the promotion uh, people from the UFC because I feel like if it was like any other fight, they would have probably tried to promote it a little bit more. Um, At least that's how they've been doing it for some of their upcoming fights, like uh, specifically the fight between Colby Covington and Jorge Masvidal that's coming up in March. I feel like that fight itself has been getting more publicity and marketing effort as opposed to this whole fight card UFC 271 which is so weird to me anyways I'm just like ranting about why the UFC hasn't why the UFC didn't really promote this fight card as much as they do for All other fight cards. I really don't understand. Especially because. um, I actually thought that the UFC. Was really in favor of having. Israel Adesanya as like one of their biggest. Superstars. um, Because that's who he is honestly. Um, Period. No cap because. um, He's faced so many tough contenders. In the past and. Um, you. I'm gonna be talking about it in more detail, but he actually jumped up a weight division to light heavyweights, um, in order to challenge the then champion for his belt, and you know, so he is very, he's a very bold fighter, and he's not afraid to t- take chances and to take risks for the sake of his legacy. So, if anybody's gonna be promoted and marketed in a big organization like the UFC, it has to be Israel Adesanya and i thought that they were all like honestly in good relations until uh this until i saw that okay like they only literally started promoting this fight a week before it was supposed to happen and right now it's all good like don't get me wrong but uh before that like i feel like we should have had marketing promotion uh towards this fight at least from like late december at least like the whole month of january but they Didn't really do it. So, anyways, uh, I digress. Um, Here it is now. I'm so happy that it's here, though, because everybody's been waiting for this fight to happen, for this rematch fight to happen. When the first... Okay, so yes, this is a rematch fight Because the first time that the two guys fought um, Israel was not the champion yet And it was Robert Whitaker who was supposed to be defending his belt um, We knew that Israel Adesanya was really good at his job But we also knew that uh, Robert Whitaker was a phenomenal champion at the time In the middleweight division But um, things just started to go south for Robert Whitaker because of so many different factors that were kind of beyond his control So he actually got really badly injured during that fight To the extent that uh, he actually had to undergo surgery To uh, fix all the uh, injuries that he had acquired during the fight And he had to go into recovery phase And he wasn't really able to fight properly and like consistently after that But Israel Adesanya, since then, he was able to make a lot of, uh, uh, like, defend his belt so many times, in addition to him moving up a weight division to go to light heavyweight and doing his thing and then coming back down and then defending more, uh, defending his title more and more against more opponents. So Israel's been pretty active um, in the meanwhile. So That's why this rematch fight between Whitaker and Adesanya is very exciting and interesting. uh, And that is because uh, we know that Israel Adesanya, like he was already so good when he fought Robert Whitaker, but he's only gotten so much better since then um and for robert whitaker we know that you know at the time like he was really at his best when he was fighting Adesanya. unfortunately uh his health just uh you know it, it wasn't in the same path as him like it was the only thing holding him back Right, so uh, that was a problem at the time. Right now, um, he's done so much, uh, you know, physiotherapy, and he's gotten so much better. So uh, he's a much better shape right now in terms of that. Um, and he's had a couple comeback fights, and he's looking good. He looks to be in good shape. And so yeah, everything seems to seems to be just like ironed out for this rematch fight. And that's why it's just so much more exciting because, you know, the first time that it happened that is, your Adasanya got the belt from Whitaker. Uh, a lot of people said, okay, you know, uh, Whitaker, like, if, if he was only in better health conditions, maybe he could have defended his belt better, or maybe the fight would have turned another way, what have you. Uh, but now everything's just set. Uh, We don't have any more excuses from nobody. And it's all about us sitting down on our couches and just seeing what will happen on fight nights, which is this Saturday night. So I'm going to give you a little bit of like technical breakdown in a few minutes. But before I do that, let me just give you uh, like a general breakdown of the CFC 271 fight card. So it's actually happening in Houston, Texas. Which is pretty cool. Um, They're having it at the Toyota Center, which I don't think the UFC's had any events there recently, at least. Uh, But good for them. It's going to be very exciting. And uh, you're probably thinking, well, why Texas, right? Why why, um, Houston? Um, so the co-main event is going to probably give you a lot of hints as to why they chose this venue uh, It is because we're going to be having a really awesome heavyweight bout for the co-main event of the evening Which is going to be between the number three ranked heavyweight contender right now Mr. Derek Lewis who is from Houston, Texas? This is his hometown. And Derek Lewis has um he's been fighting in the heavyweight division for so long, and he's actually a fan favorite because of um overall like his attitude and fights. And um he's just like overall a very interesting and funny guy. And um his fighting style just speaks for itself. He's one of the biggest knockout artists in the heavyweight division, um, and uh, he. If his big right hand lands properly, then uh, we're we're gonna have to you know say goodbye to you you know just put you uh, put you out on a stretcher, you're out okay. That's how strong his big right hand is. uh, which makes um any fight that he has super duper interesting. And in this case, his opponent is nobody to underestimate at all because he's going to be fighting off against the Australian Tai Tui Vasa. So Tai Tui Vasa, you. Probably know him from doing the shoey thing uh, Which is <laughs> for him to pour out, pour out a whole beer Into like a random shoe And then just drinking from it Which I know is like very ah, Unhygienic but like that's his thing That's his uh uh signature move after every fight so that's probably where you know him from but also you should you should probably know him from how awesome of a fighter he is and that he too like um Derek Lewis he has very awesome striking and also a very strong um uh big right hand and uh overall he carries himself with a lot of power inside the octagon And yeah, so this fight is going to be very exciting because it is going to be a clash of striking. And uh, I don't see this fight going to the distance at all because both guys, they rely on their power, their powerful strikes, and uh, they rely on their ability to potentially knock out their opponents. So for that reason, my prediction is that somebody is going to get knocked out. Uh in this fight which is like it gives me goosebumps because i i I have to tell you like i have to give you this uh forward uh which is to not blink at all when you're going to be watching this fight because you already know you know so many factors that are going into it for you to for this to be a non-blinkable fight uh number one it's a heavyweight fight but number two Tai Vasa and Derek Lewis are fighting so they're both big like knockout people and they're fighting against each other are you kidding me okay you cannot blink in this fight just I don't know get your eye drops or whatever you, you have to do like have you seen like in Tom and Jerry like <laughs> like <laughs> like Tom just gets a toothpick and like he puts it under his eyelid to like not fall asleep or like not blink whatever you should do the same thing if not I'm gonna find you and we're going to have a talk, okay? If you ever if you blink and you miss a knockout in this fight that's not on me. That's I'm not responsible for that. Don't don't say I I didn't tell you so, okay? That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> but yeah, um definitely do not miss this fight between Jerry Lewis and Tai Tuivasa. It's going to be so exciting. But yeah, that's what we have as our coming event of the evening. And uh this whole fight card is just stacked. Um the third last fight of the evening is also very good. It's another middleweight bout uh which is going to be between Jared Cannonier and Derek Brunson. So these two guys too, they've been fighting in the UFC uh for a hot minute now. Um Derek Lu- excuse me, Derek Brunson I know um, he's a veteran of the middleweight division, and uh, he's fought many top-level contenders. He's a very good fighter, and he's also a very well-rounded MMA fighter. Jared Cannonier, he used to fight in the light heavyweight division, and then he lost weight. And came down to the middleweight division so as a result he's just like so much more shredded now and he has the same power that he had before now he's just fighting as a lighter fighter with the same amount of power um which is definitely coming into his advantage so that fight is also going to be happening on this main card But before I go any further, I do want to briefly talk about the technical aspects of the main event of the evening between Israel Adesanya and Robert Whitaker. Okay, so similar to what I said for the Tai Tuivasa and Derrick Lewis fight... I feel like in this bout as well, um, we're going to be seeing a lot of similarities between the two fighters. It's not a fight that, uh, you know, the style of one fighter is going to complement the style of the other fighter. I don't see it that way because both guys here, both Israel Adesanya and Rob Whitaker, they're very talented and masterful strikers. Okay, so um, they... Do a bunch of stuff, a bunch of combinations with both hand comp- hand shots and also leg kicks. Um, they they have like a uh, kickboxing uh, style. Actually, Ezra Adesanya before he came to mix martial arts, he was a he was a professional kickboxer and uh, he did really well um, in that realm. And uh, that's one of the biggest reasons why he's this successful. Uh, right now, it's because all those, all that expertise, that kickboxing expertise, it's been carried over to his MMA career. Uh, and yeah, I know we we always say you have to be a well-rounded fighter to have good kickboxing, wrestling, jiu-jitsu, all this stuff together. But uh, for you to be a master of something and then uh, bring it over to mixed martial arts, that's definitely going to come into your advantage. Don't get me wrong. Uh, You definitely still have to have those other skills on the side. But for you to be a master, like an absolute master of an art, of a combat sport, And bring that into MMA, then you're also set from there. Okay, so it's it's a great advantage for Israel Adesanya. Um, So that's his main style fighting, just like overall kickboxing. um, He's very light on his feet. He knows how to strike and then like get away. And that's why he calls himself the style bender because. He knows exactly what he's doing, but also if he sees a shot coming his way, he he knows exactly how to like dodge it. Therefore, like (laughs) bend his style, if you will. But you know, you you get my point. Um, Yeah, so he's a very good striker and so is Robert Whitaker. Robert Whitaker, he is very technical when it it comes to striking. Uh, He too has a big emphasis on kickboxing um although i've seen i've personally seen uh robert whitaker try to incorporate other aspects of combat sports into his fighting style not just like kickboxing even though his kickboxing is at least in my opinion what distinguishes him from other fighters uh but he's not scared to like get down and dirty with like some wrestling or jujitsu like he has all those skills in him Right, but I feel like actually, uh, to play Devil's advocate, I feel like Ezra Adesanya once he's in that like full-on kickboxing mode, it's hard to get out of it, and it's almost kind of hard for him to switch into so uh, just a little bit of wrestling, uh, mode and for him to switch up styles at times. And I'm just gonna open up a bracket here and say we actually saw him being exposed in that in that way. Uh, We saw him being exposed in the fight that he had against the former light heavyweight champion um, Jan Blokovic. Remember when Israel Adesanya moved up a weight division to 205 pounds and fought Jan? Um, That's exactly how Jan Blokovic defeated Israel Adesanya because Israel just wanted to strike with Jan and Jan himself is a very good striker. But Jan said, okay, like, I know, um, if I want to just strike with him, he's going to strike back. Right. So what am I going to do? I'm going to do something completely opposite to all of that. Like I'm going to, you know, neutralize the fire, uh, if you will, with, uh, some wrestling. So when he, uh, threw in some wrestling into the mix, that's where we saw Israel Adesanya Not being properly able to Defend those takedowns And like him just getting distracted With having to defend them all And uh, you know it, So wrestling is a very good neutralizing Factor to uh, A lot of striking coming your way um, if, you're, if you're A fighter or like a Martial artist and you're looking for Ways to like neutralize striking Just throw in some wrestling Trust me and uh, you're good Okay, um, but that's exactly, you know, that that is the problem. I hate to say it this way, but that is the problem with Israel Adesanya's style. As much of a, as as much as he's a phenomenal kickboxer, it's very difficult for him sometimes to switch out of it and to, uh, be as proficient in, um, wrestling, for example. But I, actually, I have to say this. So I have to admit. Uh, when we saw Israel Adesanya go through issues like that, this was actually about a year ago. And since then, he had another fight um, in the June of 2021 against Marvin Vittori. And Marvin is also a very, like, he's also a very well-rounded MMA fighter. Uh, and uh, Israel looked a little bit better uh, in that fight. So I don't know, you know, if it was uh, the troubles that he was facing against Jan Blokovich and his wrestling was because Jan was also so much bigger than Israel and he was throwing in some wrestling. So Israel just couldn't handle it. But now that Israel is back to his original weight of middleweight, which is 185 pounds um i feel like you know because he's seen the worst in jan Um, now he's just ready to face anything at this point right uh so i feel like he saw that and he said okay you know what i'm not invincible and i i'm gonna like go out there do my best with my striking but i'm also gonna be cautious you know like i'm I, i shouldn't really be caught off guard if somebody ever tries to attempt wrestling against me i shouldn't really lose my spirit kind of thing or i should still know how to like switch in and out of striking versus wrestling mode uh super fast because that's that's what the game is about right that's what the mma game is about so i feel like israel yeah he lost that fight against jan blockovich because jan was trying to wrestle with him but um, I feel like he went back to training camp and he worked on himself. And also, it's just so much more convenient for him now that he's fighting at, at 185 pounds. And this fight against Whitaker is also at 185 pounds. So, yeah, I feel like he still needs to be cautious. But um, I feel like he's learned his lesson. And I wouldn't think that he would repeat the same mistakes. In this particular fight because so much Is at stake obviously like his belt is On the line how would he make stupid mistakes To lose his belt through like Not being able to defend A takedown or uh, know How to deal with someone else's wrestling right So I, I trust Israel Adesanya On this and I'm gonna give him The benefit of the doubt and say I trust that he has actually gone Back in training camp and focused a lot On his weaknesses in the meanwhile And so uh, He's Most likely not going to repeat his same mistakes In this fight against Whitaker Um, But for Robert Whitaker So like I told you guys Listen he's a very good fighter The only thing uh, that is problematic with him Is that um, unfortunately his bones are very fragile So we've had uh, Robert Whitaker in fights uh, That he's gone back to his corner And said to his coaches My hand broke Like my hand broke right now um so he's really tough and he wouldn't say a word like he wouldn't ever go up to the referee and be like can we stop the fight like I actually like broke a bone he's never like that he's a type who will keep on coming forward even if he does break a bone because that's that's what he did and you know things got worse he had a broken hand he kept on fighting with it unfortunately um and it was just so bad that he had to go get surgery and then be out of the game for so long This is the only problem with Robert Whitaker. Otherwise, he's a phenomenal striker. And he's also, uh, he knows how to uh, seamlessly switch in and out of different styles in MMA, which is very important in this case. Um, And also, I would say, so I said that Israel Adesanya needs to work on his wrestling uh, for this fight. I would say Robert Whitaker has faced more uh, wrestling challenge in his uh, professional career when he fought against the former uh, world wrestling champion and top contender in the middleweight division, Yoel Romero, who's just so known, well known for his wrestling, his top notch wrestling, not just once, but twice. So he faced against uh, Yoel Romero and just other contenders um, that he had to defend his title against. And, you know, all of them were really tough uh, fights. Uh, but he was able to come out on top successful, even though he acquired a lot of injuries, but he didn't care. Like, he's just a very tough guy. He's a brawler and uh, he he will never, ever give up Robert Whitaker. So uh, for that reason... I would say uh, I, I do see this fight going the full distance, the full 25 rounds. Sorry, <laughs> the full uh, 25 minutes and five rounds. Can you imagine if a fight was 25 rounds? Like people will just literally... It would be like an MMA marathon. Jeez, I would never do that. Um, but yes, that's why this fight is just so incredibly exciting. And you should definitely... Watch it like just after that Dirk Lewis and Tai Tui fight Just literally go to like have a bathroom Break and sit down and watch this fight uh, For as long as it lasts Because you already know you're in for A treat and you're gonna be witnessing Some high level MMA stuff on Saturday Night UFC 271 And oh wow okay I'm, I'm personally like I usually get So hyped when I'm breaking down this fight <laughs> And this, this is definitely No exception Okay, so I don't okay, I talked about this topic so much that I actually forgot if I already told you guys that February 13th, the Sunday, is going to be the Super Bowl as well. So Super Bowl 56, you know, after you have all that MMA goodness the night before UFC 271, uh definitely tune in the night after for some football action um and this year's super bowl is gonna be between the la Rams and cincinnati Bengals and uh i have to be totally honest with you guys i only watched like a couple football games this whole season (laughs) i know it's very bad i'm like the most i I should be crowned as the most casual casual football fan period um and (laughs) yeah don't don't you love it when we only talk about football during Super Bowl season or like Super Bowl week whatever Um, but you know what as a as the most casual casual football fan I still love to sit down and watch Super Bowl because it makes me feel like I've been watching the game uh, for four years uh, Even though I've literally sat down to watch it for like one night and even on that one night I still have to sit down and Google football rules um, So yeah, that's that's kind of sad. Okay, but Listen I'm an expert in my Own field of MMA and boxing So trust me on that okay But what I know is that um, Sunday night is also going to be fun Uh, We're also going to be having Dr. Dre And his whole crew Perform at Super Bowl 56, so if you're not into football, you should definitely tune in for some uh, West Coast hip-hop action. Snoop Dogg's gonna be there. I think Eminem's gonna be there. Kendrick Lamar. Oh goodness. Okay, so this upcoming weekend is gonna be filled with a lot of entertaining stuff. And then Monday's Valentine's Day, so like a nice way to like wrap it all up and you know make everything lovey-dovey and like soft and you know just like good vibes, I guess. So. We have three back-to-back like good like good vibes days if that makes sense so yeah life is good man what a time to be alive all right i'm just looking at the clock right now unfortunately that is all the time we're going to be having for this week make sure you go to cfru.ca to catch up with our previous episodes you can also get a spotify and apple podcast to download them and until next time it's your girl Jonon right here and this is tko peace out